Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of the book of Daniel. And in the ninth chapter, the last four verses... Well, we've been the last two or three or four episodes because <coughs> these verses are so, so profoundly important. We're up to the 26th verse, but let me back up and start with verse 24 and read them quickly just to remind us what's being said here. Gabriel is, is speaking to Daniel, and Gabriel came because it had been uh, mandated, okay, from the time that uh, uh, Daniel started praying, Gabriel was sent forth to bring him understanding. Okay, to bring him understanding about uh, the vision. And he told Daniel to give heed to this message. Now, what is the message? Here it is, verse 24. Seventy weeks have been decreed for your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sin, to make atonement for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy place. So you are to know and discern that from the issuing of a decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. It will be built again with plaza and moat, even in times of distress. And so that's verses 24 and 25, Daniel chapter 9. And you know, that was an, an extremely encouraging word at the moment to Daniel because Daniel had been praying and interceding on behalf of his people and on behalf of Jerusalem, the holy mountain of God, as he described it. And now he's finding out that this decree is for his people, for the holy city, and certain things are going to happen. And these things are quite detailed in verse 24. And then he says that Jerusalem will be restored and it will be rebuilt. And then this amazing thing that was just like thrown in there that from the time that this decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the time of Messiah the Prince, there would be 69 weeks, seven weeks and 62 weeks, 69 weeks. He, he tells him that Messiah is going to be coming and that now they'd, they'd been anticipating Messiah for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, but now they have a time frame for it. They have a time reference. And then he says, you know, Jerusalem's going to be built again with plaza and moat even in times of distress. Now, verse 26 says this. Then, after the 62 weeks, in other words, there was going to be a seven-week period. Remember, a week is a seven-year period. So seven weeks, that would be 49 years right there. Then there was going to be a 62-week period. After the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. Whoa, talk about a, uh, uh, reaching a pinnacle of excitement then being brought down quick from verse 25 to verse 26. He says, after this, Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. What does cut off mean? Well, you know, we'll get into it, but right now we're just going to read it for what it says. He's going to be cut off. He's going to have nothing. Listen to this. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary and his end will come with a flood even to the end 
there will be war. Desolations are determined. What in the world? We're seeing these amazing things that Gabriel is speaking to Daniel. He's saying that 70 weeks have been decreed. He said there's also going to be an issuing of a decree related to the restoring and rebuilding of Jerusalem. But then after a certain period of time when Messiah comes at the end of these 62 weeks, guess what's going to happen? And Messiah is going to be cut off and have nothing. That means he's going to be killed, folks. But then he says desolations are determined. But this interesting little phrase in the middle of verse 26, and the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. So we see Messiah the prince, okay, Messiah the prince, but then we see and the people of the prince who is to come. Is this a different person? Is this a different prince? Now, if you're reading, like I'm reading it right here, if you're reading the English version of the Bible, <coughs> Messiah the prince, the prince is capitalized. When you get to verse 26, the people of the prince, the prince is not capitalized. Remember, capitalization and punctuation is a form of commentary in the Scripture. It really is. But it is a different person. This person's coming. How do I know it's different? Well, guess what we're going to see in verse 26, and we'll look at verse 27 in the next episode. Uh, what we see him doing there, the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. Notice he says the people of the prince who is the people of them of the prince who is to come. So there's a prince who is yet to come. It's the people who will destroy the city and the sanctuary. It doesn't say the prince destroys the city and the sanctuary. Initially, it says the people of the prince. And this gets real interesting as we'll be going along with how God uses prophecy. For instance, we'll see at the 11th chapter, I'll give you a little hint, okay? In the 11th chapter of Daniel, you see all this stuff that happens. And boy, it is so detailed. It's nearly mind-numbing. <laughs> we'll probably go through that pretty quick because in the in a verbal type thing right here, it's just like it's going to drive me crazy and drive you all crazy trying to follow it, you know? But we see that portions of it had a near application, but then other portions had a, a further application. Then other portions had an even further down the road application. So you can have the same thing being spoken of and it being either fulfilled or partially fulfilled rather soon and then fulfilled or partially fulfilled in a distant time. Here we see that the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The important thing for Daniel is that the city and the sanctuary that's being restored and rebuilt is going to be restored, I mean destroyed. And it says this end will come with a flood. Does that mean a literal flood of water? Does that mean that a flood of an end? Even to the end, there will be war. Desolations are determined. There's going to be war, he's telling Daniel. Even to the end, there's going to be desolations. And he says, watch the people groups. Okay, watch the people groups, the people of the prince, not the nations per se. In most of our churches and most of our backgrounds, we get caught up, we get hung up in watching the nations or watching the latest current form of a religion, a religious organization. And what you see in the scripture is you follow the people groups. God starts with that with Genesis 10. So follow the people. It says the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. Now I'll tell you right now, there's all sorts of a diverse opinion as to who this is, okay? 
I will tell you that verse 26, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. That has already occurred. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. That has already occurred. Jesus was cut off, killed roughly around 30, 33 A.D. Okay? The people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. The sanctuary was destroyed in 70 A.D. The city was absolutely erased by 100, 120 A.D., something like that. And people say, well, it's the people of the prince. It must be the Romans. It must be the Roman Empire. No, no, that's just the latest empire. Follow the people groups, the people groups, the lineage of the people. So is that what it's talking about right here, and it's already been fulfilled? But watch this. Watch this. And its end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be wars. Desolations are determined. There's also an understanding that Jerusalem stands today that Jerusalem has literally been rebuilt and that Israel as a nation exists now, okay? It was established 72 years ago, I think. <laughs> Don't hold me to that date exactly. But within the last 100 years? And what does that mean? Does it mean that Yes, this happened in the first century, which many people believe, and that's it. They don't even study any of this stuff because they'll say it's been fulfilled. That's all there is. Or does it mean that the first century, yes, is a near fulfillment, but there's even a greater fulfillment yet to come? <laughs> yeah, we'll continue looking at this. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.